We are Vaccine Information Coalition, and you're listening to Progressive Radio Network, the most listened to, commercial-free, and truth radio program in the world. My name is Renee, and the title of our show is What in the Cell is Going On? We're on every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, which could be accessed live on PRN. Dot live, or you can also call in 641-741-2308 to listen live. Um, and then you can access it later on our Podbean page. I am so excited about today's show. Dr. Chu, are you there? Dr. Chu, where are you? Okay, well, hopefully we'll get him on. He did tell me he was going to be on. Um, but I have some exciting news to share with everybody today, for sure. Um because we always obviously have the problems we address on every show of what's going on in the world today, but uh, not always a clear uh, answer on the description, um, on the solution. I'm sorry, I'm trying to text Dr. True as I'm talking right now, so let's do that because he's going to be able to give you way more information than me on this situation. So if we don't get him on... Oh, it's taken longer, he's saying. Yeah, he had an appointment, and he was trying to get on. He might try to get on in a minute, but I just want to share with you everything that's that's happening right now. I'm so excited, I can't even think straight. Um, <clears throat> the first thing I want to tell everyone about, uh, I think we've mentioned it before, um, but I have now officially became a distributor for this company, um, and this is called the 7kmetals.com forward slash PHC, which of course is our healing ministry, Precision Healing Solution. So the website 7kmetals.com forward slash PHC is our direct distributing website. And anyway, um, I'm just real excited about it, um, as well as a product we'll talk about in a bit as well that we kind of talked about in the past. But the, the 7K medals is financial freedom I'm sending to people like my children and my mom and people that I know uh, personally right now, but I will be sending it out to everybody. Um, this is uh, a financial freedom as far as gold and silver and investment and everything, and it's a pyramid um, where you can also benefit financially, but it's coming out of the money system because... Um, we just added to our website, I believe we added it to the uh, front page, actually. Um, so if you go to the backinfo.org, I put it like in the middle of the page underneath the Spanish flu uh, hoax back in 1918. Um, so like halfway through the page, you can see a video uh, first that's really powerful that Dr. True had sent me. Um, and that is, uh, I'm going to go there real fast just to get you it is titled <clears throat> U.S. is Beyond Bankrupt. Uh, Kim.com fears controlled demolition enabling a new dystopian future. And then right underneath that, you'll see financial freedom. And that is going to take you to the how you can get involved if you want to participate. Um, so I just want to throw that out there because I'm real excited about it. Uh, I actually had a, a God Owens I've already called, always called them, but now I'm calling them uh, Yah Owens or Yah Formations, Brother Jose suggesting. 
um, the affirmations, which is the way Father communicates with me always, which beyond a shadow of a doubt when he endorses something that he wants me to do for him. And he makes that clear. So that happened last night, hallelujah. Um, when Dr. True was showing me how to sign up, I was only under the impression that I had to do this yearly 199 fee or uh, charge or whatever, because um, I signed up underneath him, obviously. And that's all I really you know, had available. And when I, when I did it, it offered some coin that is only a one-time offer for, anyway, to make a long story short, I splurged. And I spent all the money that I had. <laughs> and and uh, I was going to hold off, but I just felt the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKadosh, kind of urged me to go ahead and, 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 and get out of the financial freedom because I had an issue uh, with Wells Fargo I'll tell you about in a second. Um, but anyway, so sure enough, um, I signed up with Dr. True. And I go to my account just to see if I had, you know, $10, $20, whatever was in the account, right? After spending everything I had. And sure enough, an unexpected $300 payment came through Zelle, which was just totally father's confirmation to me because he knew I was stressed out because I had some smaller little payments I had to make and I wasn't able to do it because I put so much money into this gold and silver that I didn't think I'd be able to pay my, my different things I need to pay. And then father blessed me with a $300 completely unexpected donation, praise him. And I, you know, when you know, you know, you know, you know, I mean, he does it with me so often that I just can't even question it anymore. Praise him. Um, and he has endorsed it and I am for sure, uh, going to be, um, hopefully financially blessed by this. Dr. True was saying, if I can get 38 people under me, I can make a thousand dollars a week. So this financial gain, as well as most importantly, being able to come out of ye, my people, this is financial freedom. Dr. True is saying, um, I know we spoke in the fact the past about, you know, micronation and different things. Um, but Dr. Cruz told me all along, there's nothing like financial freedom coming out of the money system because he believes, based on that video you're going to watch, um, that it is coming. You know, he's connected all over the world with researchers. He was even telling me today about one of his connections. And I, I mean, I, it was way even beyond just a researcher in the country. This guy was like a top guy and whatever. And uh, mm, that's who he's connected to. You know, my research and my naturopath, Dr. True, that I'm blessed with, stays on top of everything going on in the world today. You know our shows are the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Um, if we ever find something that we're, mis, we're misquoting or missaying, um, we are you know, we have no problem making the audience know that, hey, we said something wrong. Like one show I said, I said 90s instead of 2000s, early 90s instead of 2000s. I always correct myself if I accidentally say something wrong. And that's the same as him. We're here to give the truth to people, you know, because we have the right to know what's really going on in the world. And so I encourage anyone who hasn't heard our past shows to please take the time to watch, you know, what we've been blessed to have for over four years now. Um, but back to the 7K medals. So when you go there, uh, what I did, what Dr. True had me do, and you you, you can buy the gold um, without becoming part of the pyramid if you want. I just, I, I obviously need to be, uh, I'm a widow, so I need finances. <laughs> if I can make an income at the same time for something so wonderful, I'm behind it. Um, not like multi-level. I know me and Gary didn't like multi-level because that, you know, they made her little 
a bit of, you know, Gary would make 40 cents, a 40 cent little bottle, he told me in the past when he was a chemist for a multi-level company and they would sell it for $40 a bottle. So that kind of stuff where it doesn't represent our creator, we're not interested in, but this here is something we totally believe in. So, and we just feel, but after I did this, I have to tell you, um, I felt like a thousand pounds had been taken over off my shoulders. I mean, it was such financial freedom to me when I, when I finally hit the pay, you know, like sign up now or whatever button, I, 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 it was just overwhelming to me the way that I felt, I just felt that. And then when father showed me that money and, and just to let people know what happened, um, I was, my, my computer was hacked last week. Um, I had gone to Geek Squad and days later I get an email from Geek Squad saying that they were getting ready to bill me $411. So I called the number on the email and long short, it was a hacker, which I want to warn everybody about. I found out that they get paid full time, nine to five to do exactly what he did to me. And he convinced me that he had to log into my computer like my Budapest hungry people do for my quantum skio uh, upgrades and stuff. And you know, through TeamViewer, and he had me download something like TeamViewer, took over my computer, and then he takes me to my bank account because he's going to prevent this 411 from being charged in a couple of hours, he tells me. And um, it sounded legit, although there were red flags. Father was already kind of like, you know, showing me, be careful, tread carefully. And then as soon as he asked me to log into my bank account, that's when I said, sir, I don't know you, and I hung up on him. And anyway, um, closed my computer, and uh, he ended up, making it to where I couldn't get online, and I changed my settings in my Wells Fargo app. He did a lot of damage. I had to take it to Geek Squad yesterday and have it completely, like, you know, repaired. And and I had gone to, well, I had called Wells Fargo right away and told them just so it wouldn't happen to somebody else, because apparently this, like I said, I found out from my mom and, and different people that this is a professional job these people have to do exactly what they did to me. And uh, so de definitely don't just fall you know, for those things. But anyway, um, so after that happened, I couldn't get online to see all of my business accounts on my app. Um, and the online banking at Wells Fargo told me to go into the bank. So I go into the bank and this lady who had been with the company for 30 some years um, takes me back there because they, they had told me that I had to see a, a person and she takes me to her desk and, you know, we're going to get it taken care of and add my friend onto the account and do all the stuff I wanted to do. And um, she says, well, I see the way your accounts are set up. Are you a civil company? And she she was questioning the way that I was originally set up for protection, because I don't know if I've said this on the show before, but um, probably a year, maybe two years, three years, three years, I'm thinking, before Gary passed away and he's been gone now. Uh, the 29th will be three years, so we're talking six, seven years ago, um, is when uh, very divinely we were led to set up these corporations, 508C1As, um, through a group um, that protects us. They're nonprofit, tax-exempt, non-taxable, non-reportable, we were told. Um, the health department had came to our office in Boca Raton and tried to put my husband behind bars, basically. They, they posed themselves as a patient booked an appointment with me and everything because um, I made his appointments for him. And um, and they uh, the guy said his name was Paul and, and booked the appointment. And Gary and I got into an argument that morning, so I, I didn't go to the office with him, but I did that second scanner for him. And when my children convicted me and said, Mama, you're hurting Gary or the patients, go do the darn scan. You do it for him. So they convicted me, and I walked over two blocks to our office 
And I walk in, I'm like, okay, Paul, you ready for your second scan? And he says, we need to share with her what's going on. He looks at Gary. And I don't see him. I don't even look at Gary because I'm upset with him. And sure enough, he says, my name's not Paul. And he basically was from the health department, giving my husband a cease and desist for practicing in the state of Florida without an atropathic license. And we talked to him for like a half hour because he had dissected Gary's work online. He said, you know, I believe in your husband's work. My so-and-so family member reversed their MS naturally. I believe in holistic healing. Um, he said, but I'm just doing my job. They sent me to give him a $1,200 fine and a cease and desist. I'm just doing my job. So I, very nice guy. And then I stand up about a half hour into it. And I said, sir, I shook his hand and said, it was an honor meeting you today, but you need to tell the people who work for you, who sent you here. You need to tell the people who sent you here today that we work for the I am. And when he's with us, who can be against us? (laughs) And I'm telling you, everybody, I know this sounds crazy, but you know, I am. Um, And I literally like was shocked that, the Holy Spirit had me, I, I've never referred to my creator as the I am. I know scripture does say I am and that I am, but I've never referred to him as that. So after I said it, I like the, the shock that I said it, Gary's eyes are like behind the guy with bug eyes. Cause he couldn't believe I said it either. Anyway, the month before I had met this guy, John on the phone in Pennsylvania, while Gary was interpreting a scan inside this Airbnb that we had rented to do scans up in Lancaster and I'm on the, in the rental car and on the phone and met this guy through Dr. David Stewart, who is with Young Love and Oils. He says, you need to call this guy because he helps people who choose not to vaccinate. Right. After when I was talking to David, he's telling me about this guy. So I call him. And the first thing he asked me when I called him is, you know how much the Rothschilds are worth? And I said, well, no. And he said, 1.21 quadrillion dollars. And I'm like, what number is that? (laughs) Anyway, so we talked for a while. And then I said, listen, sir, I'm loving talking with you and the information you're giving me. But you and my husband have to talk because you guys are going to fall in love with each other. Let me call you back. So after this guy comes to our office back in South Florida, you know, I pray out, you know, after he leaves. And I'm like, Father, who do we call? And he says, call John Gilbert. I'm like, okay. So I call him and I'm like, sir, I'm sorry we haven't had time to call you yet, but Gary, meet John, John, meet Gary. So Gary starts reading the citation number to him and he finishes the number. (laughs) He finishes the number. He knew exactly what we had. And he said, you're in their domain, a public domain, and and, you you have to be under a private domain, faith-based organization. He really educated us. To make a long story short, that's the way Father so divinely opened up our uh, ministries back six or seven years ago to prevent my husband, my late husband from going to jail. And we walk into the Key Largo bank of uh, Wells Fargo down there just to open his company and my main company, Vaccine Information Coalition bank accounts. And I remember this guy, Calvin behind the desk. And uh, I'm like, you know, we have to open two bank accounts. And he says, well, you signed up with SunBiz, right? And I'm like, no, I don't think we're supposed to do that with this type of ministry. I said, we have to come back. So I go back and I call this guy, John. And I'm like, John, he wants us to sign up with SunBiz. That's like the tax IRS thing. And um, and, 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 and I, I go back and I'm like, you know, he wants us to, to sign up with SunBiz. And he said, no, no, no. You go back and see that guy. And when he says that again to you, put me on the phone. So we go back to the same guy, Calvin, and he said it again, and we got John on the phone, and within like 15 seconds, he hangs up and says, we found a way to work around it. (laughs) 
and he opened up six faith-based ministries as 508C1As at, at Wells Fargo. So yesterday, I go into Wells Fargo, and there's a 30-some-year-old banker that I see, and she tells me, wow, this doesn't look normal. And she starts looking at my Precision Healing Solutions account, and she's like, your name and your social security, but you don't have a personal account. This is the, the laws aren't the same now from when you set it up six or seven years ago, however long ago. And we need to redo stuff, you know. So now I'm thinking, oh, boy, they're going to try to get me to sign up with the, with the IRS. Um, and I don't have access to the company six or seven years ago. He was in his 80s then, and now he's probably, you know. Uh, anyway, I don't have access to this company, the, the guys, John, and the people that set up our original ministries. I do have all the paperwork, but I don't have. Um, anyway, I had all I needed then because Father protects me always for the time that I'm in for him for over 20 years now. He makes it very clear to me, even with my iPhones, this is temporary. <laughs> and then when I when I upgraded them to flip phones, he had told me it's time to let them go now. And then I had to repent. But anyway, so it was a temporary thing. I don't think that I, I believe that he wants me to eventually come out of the banking system. Um, and I'm advising that to everybody because never before has today, what's going on today, been in the world. And um, if you're in the know about everything like I am, uh, praise Yah and honor my baby girl, um, you just might want to consider it. And uh, again, 7kmetals.com forward slash PHC, which is my late husband's company, Precision Healing Solution, which is who we offer the 21-day cleanse through and everything. So it's PHC. So when you go there, you just go to get started if you want to become a distributor, I guess. And uh, Dr. True had me sign up under the state animal silver for 139 And then I just signed up for that. And then that free coin that he said that uh, was only one time offer, I decided to go ahead and get just because he, he believes in it. You know, you know how I feel about Dr. True. I mean, I don't worship anybody but Yahushua HaMashiach, our Savior, of course, Yahuwah, deity, full deity, Yahuwah. And uh, that's who I work for. And that's who I've been working for, for since my baby girl's passing. And um, I don't do anything um, without him, him, you know, very divinely confirming. And, um, and definitely Dr. True is an amazing man to me. Um, I, I think you guys have heard his story. Uh, about 30 years ago, he had an after-death experience, and um, Father told him, "No, you're not done yet." <laughs> kind of like my pop-up, my pop-up, who's my dad today. He took us over when I was nine years old, and my my biological dad um, was trying to kill us. Um, but anyway, pop-up is my pop-up, my dad, and he almost died when I was young. And he also was told, you're not done yet. So I, I was very familiar with that story. So Dr. True was told by our creator that you still have work to do down there. And he, he, he talks about it on his shows. He's not going to be offended that I'm sharing it with you guys. The only reason he's not on with us today is because he had a, a, an appointment that he thought he'd be finished with, but apparently not. And we might be blessed with him if they can get him on. But if not, that's okay. We can wing it here. Um, because this is such important stuff as well as the other stuff we're going to be talking about. Um, so, uh, definitely, um, Dr. True is, you know, our researcher, a naturopath, um, just to show you how father confirmed him. Um, I met him, uh, back 10 years before I reconnected with him. We had a presentation in Kalispell, Montana, 
with uh, Angry Castle from the Vaccination Liberation. I've been in her and I have been soul sisters for 20 some years. Uh, her mom is Wallene James, who wrote the original article my mother sent me when Casey was just not even had passed yet. We were just trying to find out why she wasn't developing normally. Um, and uh, and literally, um, my mom sent this to me, and it was a, a an article, and it kept referring to this book by this guy, Wallene James, about the dangers of vaccinations. This is the first introduction. That, and then also seeing a little boy, Anthony Socorro, on Channel 7 News in South Florida, and he had the same gait, same walk as my daughter, and I called Channel 7 News, talked to his mom, Gail, and of course, after the hepatitis B vaccines, when he started walking that way. So those two things were the way Father woke me up, you know, that, you know, that the vaccines might be responsible. But back to this article, it's called The Hour of Time. I'll never forget it because it was exposing truth. It was probably a 14 to 20 page article. The Hour of Time. And it kept referring to this book. So I decided to stop reading the article and go to Barnes & Noble and buy the book, right? So I go in. I'm like, yeah, this book called uh, the... um, whatever the name of the book was. And um, they're like, ma'am, that book doesn't exist. Well, well the guy, Wallene James, I need the Arthur. I need to, I need to get whatever book he has. And she said, ma'am, that Arthur doesn't exist. So I said, uh, I go back to, and finish the article. And the last paragraph of the article, of course, said, don't bother going to Barnes and Noble because this is an underground book and you're not going to find it at Barnes and Noble. And this was how father woke me up to truth about vaccinations. All right. Then I find out when we start uh, having, you know, the nonprofit and everything, I'm going to tell a little bit of history in a second. I did this also on yesterday's radio show. And that's something else I got to share with you guys because father's blessed me with a second show now, but um, angry came in my life a few years later when we had a nonprofit in honor of my baby girl, Autism Autoimmunity Project, Casey's Quest was the Florida chapter. Ingrid was one of my board members. And I find out that her mother is Wallene James. <laughs> Dissolving illusions, I think. it. No, that was Dr. Suzanne's. Anyway, I can't remember it. Her website's vaclib.org if you want to you know, get information on her. I love Ingrid. We've been uh, fighting the fight against vaccinations, the dangers of vaccination. She's the only one. Um, that, you know, is the whole truth and nothing but the truth. I mean, she's not compromising like a lot of places are with just certain ingredients and stuff and vaccines over the years, like mercury only and all that. She's all about they belong in the garbage can like me from the beginning. Hmm. Which is why um, I have this radio show. Hallelujah. (laughs) Because Gary Nolan knows how authentic I am. And I'm not going to compromise, you know. And that leads me right into sharing the history. That's what I did on yesterday's show. Um, We started a new show from a listener to this show. And Sundays at 3 o'clock, we just did the second one. The first one, I couldn't, they couldn't hear me. But we did the first one last, yesterday. I did it by myself. And I'm going to do the rest of this show since I had no idea what it was going to be about again. (laughs) <laughs> father catches me off guard like this quite often um but uh i shared yesterday just the history my history even though i'm a nobody i am a nobody i'm just obedient my baby girl was born in 1995 and uh taught me a love i did not know existed i did not know existed it's the closest love our creator uh has for us the closest we can even fathom is the love that I had for this little girl. 
And then on top of that, I blindly held her down and let them poison her with vaccinations. You know, her, my, the dad of my children was, a, uh, her, his mom was a nurse and she, you know, insisted and long short, uh, I vaccinated her and um, she ended up, I had to teach her how to crawl, teach her how to walk, started taking her to specialists. Nobody could give me answers. I was totally, you know, hook, line and sink by the medical community like most people out there. You know, I know people listening to this are more aware of what's going on as I am, but back then I was a victim. Okay. Um, I told her dad I'd never be negligent and not vaccinate my child when I was pregnant with her, my mom remind me. So I was just as a victim just like she was. And I poisoned her up until about 18 months. Her MMR vaccine was the last one that really pushed her on the overload and um, I stopped her, her vaccines at like 18 months, right before her second birthday. But because of all the witches grew in her cells, in her body, the most compounding toxicity to the cells there could be, which is the vaccinations, the poison, the mercury, the formaldehyde, the aluminum, the blood of animals, the DNA and RNA of animals. And it's in the past shows to hear about all that, that I've had to learn. Um, anyway, so uh, she, the last two years of her life, she didn't have any vaccines with it over two years, and the last five weeks of her life, she contracted mononucleosis Epstein-Barr virus um, that I found out later on from Dr. John Martin in California that came from the monkey viruses and the vaccinations, and that led into a secondary infection called bacterial meningitis that went un misdiagnosed at the hospital, the emergency room I took her to, and um, she passed away 10 days after her fourth birthday. So she passed in 1999, and actually today, wow, how ironic is that, Father? <laughs> today um, was 23 years ago. Wow, that's powerful. So 23 years ago today is when I took my four-year-old baby girl off life support. And um, I jumped in who I knew as God. My mom raised me a Christian. I jumped in God. Jesus's lap. I didn't want to breathe. And I'm like, Father, I can't live without her. Make her breathe, I remember. You know, Mom and Pop Pop were driving down to North Carolina to say goodbye to their first grandbaby. I'm on my knees and basically um, asking Father to make her breathe. And um, the, the message was so clear to me that um, the battle was too big for me. <laughs> take a breath we have work to do <laughs> is all I can tell you um it was it was a powerful powerful moment in time because I felt the presence of our creator picking me up like the, the little poem footprints talks about you don't think he's there he's carrying you he picked me up right then and uh for probably the first year he was carrying me and then finally he started putting my feet back on the ground so as my feet were back on the ground um, is when I met Gary Knoll. <laughs> he was doing documentaries exposing the truth about everything, especially vaccinations. Crazy, yeah. And um, he was doing documentaries and contacted our nonprofit for parents to do interviews. And he had a house over in Naples and the dad of my children and myself went over there and did an interview with him. And that's how I met him. And, and then he, I saw him again walk into one of my presentations years later in Naples 
and give two documentaries to this lady, Lisa, that had sponsored us and said, make sure she gets them because I was on the stage doing their presentation. Um, <clears throat> and then I get an email, gosh, a little bit over four years ago, I think May was four years ago, I get an email uh, into our main email address, the Vicket Back Info, and it just says, how would you like to get your truth out before Wikipedia, FaceTime, and Google take off freedom of speech away? And I'm like, well, I'm not sure if I can do a weekly show on exposing what I've learned about vaccines, but if you let my husband participate, he could do 50 shows all by himself. And, and, and the guy said, Jesse was his name. He says, well, you can, do as, you can do as many shows as you can do whatever you want. They're your shows. So I click on the URL under his name and Gary Knoll's face pops up. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, you're so funny. <laughs> How's Gary doing? So I adore the man. I haven't talked to him in over 20 years, but I adore him. And I so appreciate all that he's been doing for since the 70s, I think, Miriam told me. Um, and, and he's the one that's blessed me with this show and he's all about, you know, Miriam was watching him. She helped me after Gary passed away for a year and a half and she's been watching or listening to Gary Knoll, his shows since the seventies. And he, she said, he just likes authenticity. He just wants people that are going to speak the whole truth and not, you know, try to portray as there's somebody else, the real deal, you know, and he, he recognized that in me, praise Yah. And that's why he's given me this radio show. And I give all the glory and praise to our creator because um, I knew when I took my breath back then that I had work to do, just like Dr. True was told 30 years ago. And I didn't die. He did. He actually, like, died. I think his heart stopped. But mine did not. It kind of did. But anyway, I don't know where. Anyway, I, I, all I know is, you know, same type of experience. And I started a nonprofit, Casey's Quest, at first in South Florida as the Florida chapter of Autism Autoimmunity Project, because we had Yahoo groups back then. They were kind of like, uh, you know, like group type of, uh, that everybody could communicate with, you know, chatting and, and stuff. But anyway, hmm. we had Casey's Clubhouse, and um, somebody had, uh, um, you know, uh, posted comments. Another parent, Ray Gallup, had posted comments. And every time I'd read his comments, I'm like, I would have said that, you know, because I was a mom on a mission. I was an upset, you know, lion protecting her cub, as many of us are. And, you know, I wanted to do something about what they did to my daughter. Not only did they vaccinate and, and, and cause her not to speak, she was drinking a bottle and, and a diaper to the day she passed away. She was a big baby. She was labeled autistic. I finally got her a label to get her in the Bowdoin Oral School to help her learn how to talk. Um, but anyway, so it was much more than a mother-daughter love because it wasn't just the love you have for a child. It was, the, it, was, it was a communication that she didn't have to talk for me to understand her. She would put my hand on the doorknob to take her somewhere, you know, I, we had such a connection and we danced together when two songs would come on. It was just an unbelievable connection. I nursed her for almost two years, um, which is Yaz vaccine I've learned. Um, but anyway, I started Casey's Quest as the Florida chapter of Ray Gallup's Autism Autoimmunity Project instead of, you know, going through the paperwork and the board and everything you have to do to get a 501c3 like most churches do that a nonprofit does. and. Anyway, so I asked him, I said, Ray, you know, you sound like me. He had a son, Eric, 
that was literally 19 at the time and very aggressive. He had to eventually institutionalize him. And I called him and I said, Ray, in New Jersey. And um, I, I said, Ray, do you want you know, me to help? Do you want me to be a Florida chapter? And he said, sure. So I started Casey's Quest. Well, in 2001, this is, this is like early 2000s. In 2001, we had a board and everything. As a matter of fact, the lady I'm staying with now, within five minutes of her calling me very divinely, Father connected us uh, through a you know, vaccine injured son she has. And within five minutes on the phone with her, I'm like, you want to be a board member? So we, we created this board. It was nothing but the creator of the universe, people. I'm just a mommy, okay? I have a high school degree. <laughs> Actually, I'm 18 credits away from an associate's degree at Broward Community College, I did. But anyway, I wanted to start having babies. So that got kind of sidetracked. Sidetracked, but um, a high school degree. I'm just a mother. Obviously, everybody knows. Um, very authentically sharing what I had to learn the hardest way possible and hopefully help someone else from having to go through that same misfortune because um, my my heart um, wanted at the beginning and still does um, to prevent it from happening to another child. I never cared about the audience, how many people. It was always one life at a time. And, uh, you know, if I saved one child, it was worth it to me. So I, I felt that my responsibility, and I still feel my responsibility for father, that's why he still has me here, is to um, be the watchman, a watch lady for him, on what's going on today with these vaccinations, as well as a lot of different things. So back to what I was saying, Casey's Quest, we started and we had in 2001, on September 8th, 2001, we sponsored Dr. Andrew Wakefield from London. He was one of the first gastroenterologists to listen to us parents. He studied nine children at the time and found he was a top gastroenterologist, by the way, in London at the time at, at Royal Free Hospital um, at the time. He was the first gastroenterologist to ever even transplant a colon. He was very recognized for his research and technologies. That's part of my presentation. And yes, he came to South Florida. 600 people came to see his presentation and we raised $40,000 for his research because of course he lost all funding. As soon as he started listening to us and studying these children's, you know, the gut of these children, Casey didn't get to see him, but children, I think Ray Gallup, anyway, whoever, children found that they were getting, um, a sort of colitis, a swelling in their intestine from the MMR vaccine, measles, mumps, and rubella. That Casey got at 18 months of age. Most babies get it between 12 and 18 months of age. Um, three live viruses all at one time, measles, mumps, and rubella, that even you and I would have a problem with if somebody gave us three live viruses all at one time, you know. And then, of course, they're a deadly disease, like chicken pox, for God's sake. We know chicken pox is not deadly. We all had it. Sure, it's uncomfortable for a couple days, but it builds your body for immune, your immune system for adulthood and survival. I used to teach in my presentation, or I still do if somebody wants me to come do it. Anyway, um, so Dr. Wakefield, we received, we were able to raise $40,000 because he lost all funding. He eventually lost his license. He lost his position. Now he's a, a, a movie producer. He just came out with another movie. I just did, watched an interview of his. He he directed the Vaxxed movie with Robert De Niro. He also just did a new one called Infertility Movie, I think it is. But I watched the pre I watched about a half hour of the introduction to that. Um, he's still being a voice for the voiceless. 
the Dr. Wakefield came in 2001, as well as I always had a treatment person, too. And the reason I had them is because I was transitioning from worshiping medical doctors like I did as, you know, my my full name, April Renee, April, that old person, <laughs> worship medical doctors like most people. I'd never be a negligent mother and not vaccinate my daughter. Anyway, so um, I always had a medical doctor when I first started Casey's Quest, my idea was let's have a medical doctor who's agreeing with us parents because nobody knows our babies better than we do. I saw each round of poison they injected into her regress her more, you know, because they get, she got her first hepatitis B at two weeks and then she, uh, another uh, eight of them at two months and four months and six months and, you know, they, they load them up with like 72 plus vaccines by the time they're 18 months of age. So the more rounds she received. So I always thought having a medical doctor present with a treatment person, a holistic treatment person. And at the time, Dr. Jeff Bradstreet was doing the DAN protocol, the Defeat Autism Now protocol, which are doctors who know what is causing the problem, the vaccinations. And they're chelating and get these heavy metals out of them and get the poisons out of them. And I knew three autistic children that are no longer autistic by doing the Dan protocol. Dr. Bernard Rimland, who was on my front page, his statement that he gave me when he was a scientific advisor of my nonprofit is on the front page of Back Info, saying the autism epidemic is real and vaccines are the cause. And this was all back in the early 2000s. So Dr. Rimlin um, is the one that created the Dan Protocol. So my first conference, our first conference, was Dr. Andrew Wakefield and Dr. Jeff Bradstreet. And he ended up, unfortunately, passing away. They say that he committed suicide, but I found out that that's not what happened. Um, he shot himself in the heart and threw himself in the river, however you do that. Um, but he did pass away years ago, Dr. Jeff Bradstreet, out of Melbourne, Florida at the time. He was a biological genocidian Dan doctor. And then the second year in 2002, Casey's Quest sponsored Dr. Vijendra Singh. And he was at the Utah State University. He was, uh, I, I covered this in my presentation a couple months ago when I did my my uh, part one and part two. And they took my YouTube video off, video off YouTube from 2012 at the College of Naturopathic Medicine. Great presentation. They took it off YouTube. So I did my show, my presentation, my full presentation for part one and part two, and it's on our Podbean page that Progressive Radio Network has created for us. Um, so the second year was Dr. Vijendra Singh, and he was confirming Dr. Research, Dr. Truth, I mean Dr. Wakefield's research with the MMR vaccine, and he studied Ray Gallup's son in Utah from Utah. He was in Utah, and I guess Ray had connected with him, and he was trying to raise money when I actually took over the Autism Autoimmunity Project. He was raising money specifically for Dr. Singh. So anyway, Dr. Singh was um, a huge physician at Utah State University, and I had him speak with, um, was it Dr. Great Plains Laboratory? Anyway, a treatment guy, and it, I might be getting it wrong. It might have been Dr. No, it was Jeff Bradstreet, the first one, I think, and then Dr. Um, uh, Great Plains Laboratory, Dr. Bill. Uh, anyway, so we had a treatment guy also the second year, 2002, 300 people showed up to see the research. And then in 2003, we had Dr. John Martin with Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, who was treating at the time, still is, I think, um, holistically, you know, naturally helping these babies that are vaccine injured. Dr. Martin is the one that I showed in my daughter's presentation. Hmm. 
met the pediatrician who was taking care of my baby girl all the last weeks of her life, holistic pediatrician, introduced me to Dr. Martin because he came and got um, at the hospital before she was taken off life support and got her blood and cerebral spinal fluid and shifted to California to the Center for Complex Diseases, Dr. John Martin, his laboratory, before they stopped him from testing for what's called SV40. Simeon virus number 40, meaning the 40th monkey virus found. They're finding in cancer tumors. And this is just more wisdom Father's given me, so let me kind of put it all together. I didn't do this on yesterday's show, but I probably should have. We have been injected since the late 1700s. They started the smallpox vaccination. Our parents, our grandparents, our great-grandparents, generational vaccine damage. They use live mediums to make the polio vaccine. Monkeys, they do what's called serial passage. They weaken the disease in the monkey's kidney. They extract that live virus from that live monkey. They bypass our creator's defenses, fever, vomiting, diarrhea. When it comes to the nose and the mouth, they go straight to the bloodstream, straight to the cells, and inject all the poisons and vaccinations on the front page of our website, along with the DNA and RNA, because any virus that particular monkey ever had, you know, it's a, it's a sick monkey, it's not a dead monkey they, they did serial passage in. So back to the SV40, Dr. John Martin's research laboratory, uh, Center for Complex Diseases in California, used to be able to test. So back in 2000 or 1999, in case he passed away, the pediatrician was able to send it to his laboratory and she came back with severe levels of this monkey virus in her body. And I have to tell you, I said this in the presentation when I did live presentations that, you know, um, I did my own clinical study because I saw a fully unvaccinated immune system with a fully vaccinated immune system. I had a son 20 months after Casey was born. And of course I was awakened by this time and I chose to not poison his bloodstream and I saw for two years, because he was two years old when Casey passed away, I saw for two years a fully man-made vaccinated immune system in Casey with a fully God-made unvaccinated immune system. Yahoo made. And no comparison. The year before, he caught a little bug in the, from the backyard touching ducks or something, cryptosporidium. The doctors put us on some antibiotic, the last one I've ever taken, uh, uh, Cypro, I think it was, the last one I've ever taken. Um, but anyway pharmaceutical drug, by the way, never that long, hallelujah. Um, but anyway, he took, a, he did a 10, 15 minute fever that took Casey a week to kill. I even had to in, uh, hospitalize her the year before she passed away for dehydration for the same exact bug that he killed in the 10, 15 minute fever. That just shows you the power of our creator's immune system. But back to the SV40, in the presentation, I would show Dr. Martin's results because two weeks after her passing, I get a result from a fax starts coming in as I'm sitting at the computer trying to wake up as many people who would listen to my misfortune. And I get a fax from the Center for Complex, from, blah, blah, from Complex Diseases, Center for Complex Diseases in California, and it showed severe levels. And if you would have met Casey, you would have had to been around her about an hour and then he would have walked over to me and said, why is she not talking? She didn't have severe symptoms of autism because it's just a label anyway. But we didn't allow her to, to become autistic. We didn't allow her to. We didn't allow her to become autistic because um, my son would force her to uh, play Ring Around the Rosies. 
Um, we would, uh, I would sing to her 95% of her life. I mean, she would literally know what songs to come out and put her hands up and dance with me. We didn't allow her to slip into her world of autism or vaccine injury labeled autistic, we've always said. Um, and we, we didn't let her do it. So she, um, wasn't very severely autistic. I had to take her to three different neurologists and literally get on my knees. I remember with the last one, just say, please give her the label. I'm trying to get her into Baldwin Oral School to learn how to talk. She doesn't talk. She's four years old. You know, all she would do is say, e oh, you know, little voice vowels that the teachers, you know, people would do with her. But as far as verbalizing, most of them don't talk. And um, anyway, so uh, where was I? Um so uh, the SV40 um, was severe levels. That's what I was going to tell you. If you would have walked over to me, you would have said, why is she not talking? Because she wasn't severely symptomatic with autism. And she wouldn't, you know, uh, she'd look right in the eyes when you'd call her name. And that was a big symptom back then the doctors wanted to see is when they called her name, where they look at them. And every time they called Casey, she looked because we, she knew she was going to get sung to or whatever, you know. So she just didn't have the symptoms. And the third one, I just begged. And anyway, so back to what all we've done. So we only have about another 10 minutes here. Um, I just want to kind of share the, the history with everybody because everybody doesn't know where we started from and where we've been. And it's sure, certainly not over, um, but <laughs> it's just begun as far as I'm concerned. I've been waiting 20 years. Um, but I want to just give you our roots. Gary Knoll was part of it. Gary, Gary was in my life back then. Um, but anyway, so... Uh, um, the SV40, um, she had severe levels, and, and she was just mildly autistic. So imagine these severely autistic ones. I, I mean, I, I know some severely ones that you can't even keep them still for a second. They climb up the walls and everything. People have to cage their children and everything that are so vaccine-injured. So, um, so, you know, definitely Dr. Martin was the last conference we had in 2003 with Dr. Tenpenny, who was treating, and then Father had us do a couple of other things. Um, they slipped, they, well, after they caused, and this might be another radio show, caused 9-11. <laughs> Dr. True, where are you? <laughs> anyway, after they caused 9-11, um, we, um, we had, they slipped a provision in the Homeland Security Bill. They came out with this bill called the Homeland Security Bill. And they decided in the middle of the night to slip a provision protecting the drug companies from liability from parents like myself who know our babies are vaccine injured and labeled autistic. <laughs> so basically, they were considering us moms as terrorists in the Homeland Security Bill for 9-11, mind you. Okay? One of the reasons they caused it, for sure. Um, then... Two, we, and it was so funny because I couldn't even get another organization to donate a podium. Nobody would even help me because everybody's afraid of the drug companies. Well, not everybody, but most people are afraid of the drug companies. They wouldn't even donate a podium to me on the first rally that we did. But we had parents because they weren't able to come. We had them send us pictures of their ch children and we put up like 100 or 200 chairs, fold, you know, fold up chairs and put their picture and it said, sorry, we're unable to attend, but we're under siege with their baby's picture. So they knew they had a lot of moms on a mission, lions protecting their cubs. And we were right there in front of the Capitol. And so we sponsored that rally. And we were, um, most of that, I believe, if I remember correctly, went on my 
late husband, not late husband, but my dad and my children's and my credit cards. I financially funded these things because we were a nonprofit. We had no money. It wasn't about making money. The love of money, the root of all evil, is the God of today, unfortunately. And that's the force behind everything that we're dealing with today. So we had the first rally in 2000, I don't remember the year, it'll be in the book that Father has been writing, but all the details, but we had a rally, uh, Know the Cause, Find the Cure, I think it was called, um, and then they did it again to, uh, a couple months later, my scientific advisors that were very political, they uh, found it again in the BioShield bill, uh, the, the same provision, mind you, same provision, protecting the drug companies from liability from us terrorist moms. <laughs> We knew our babies better than they did, for sure. And we did that second rally. Now, the second rally, I had some larger uh, vaccine, anti-vax, or, you know, exposing truth about vaccine places um, join us for that one because they saw the success of the first one. And I said to the leader of that, I'm like, we need to jump over that fence. You've been walking 20 years because too many babies are being injured. And um, so I did get some financial help. And then on top of that, are you ready for this? <laughs> to show you another yah formation. <laughs> Praise him. Remember, I didn't have a lot of money for that first rally. It went on my credit cards. I supported the nonprofit. I had like 60000 65 I think, $1,000 I had to pay off when I got the settlement for my baby girl passing off of, off my credit cards. I had to pay them off. Um, so the first one by, my, by that. But the second one, in between... Um, the two rallies, the Homeland Security Bill and the BioShield Bill rallies, um, one of my scientific advisors was speaking right around the corner from my house and wanted me to come see him speak. So I go and uh, I'm in the audience. Now, Father's already putting on my heart that it's time to start publicly speaking, although I resisted because I stuttered and I kind of still do, but I have it under control now because he kind of takes over, praise him. Um, <laughs> I'd mess it up. But anyway, um, he was already kind of, you know, putting on my heart that it was time to start sharing my story publicly. And I was resisting big time. But I went to see Dr. Tim speak. And sure enough, um, about halfway through, we wanted to take a break. And he asked me to come up and tell them about the rally we just did. Because he didn't plan on, he had planned on Francine Yurko telling their story. That was Alan Yurko's wife. He was accused of shaking his baby to death. Um, it was a big thing. That's how me and my late husband even met. That's a whole other story I can share with you later. Another major affirmation. But anyway, Francine was supposed to was scheduled to come. He comes up to me as my scientific advisor at a table outside, and he says, "Francine can't show up. You got? Why don't you get up and tell people about the rally you guys just did, taking away the home and I mean, the provision?" So I'm like, I get up there and I'm like, duh, 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 duh. <laughs> stuttering and everything because I was so resistant publicly speaking. And, and there's this guy with a uh, sweater tied around his neck, like a preppy looking guy in the audience. And afterwards he comes over to my table and he, he pulls out a check and he puts a seven and a five and a zero. And I'm like, you're joking, right? And another zero, it's gonna bounce, right? <laughs> and another zero. He gives me a $75,000 donation, <laughs> which is, which is how we did the second rally. <laughs> Hallelujah. I actually found out that he's the co-founder of Verisign. But anyway, so um, 
All I can tell you is Father's been with me since I took my breath, and he's continuing to the end, hallelujah, until he's done with me, and then he's going to spit me out to some haven, safe place that he wants me to be at. (laughs) That's what I committed to him back then when I wouldn't breathe. Um, But we've done a lot. We did rallies. Then I started publicly speaking, and my my late husband and I, Gary, we were married almost 12 years. We traveled the world doing what I call the John the Baptist message, my message in honor of Casey speaking the truth with love as the appetizer, then his as the meal, which was titled What in the Cell is Going On. And he would start off with Antoine B. Champ versus Louis Pasteur's research, the whole biggest lie that Western medicine ever came up with, that germs cause disease, which is what Dr. True and I cover all the time. It's not the germ that causes the disease, it's the cellular terrain. And that's what Gary would cover. And then, of course, the solutions. So he was a wonderful speaker. And our treatment link, you can meet his wisdom because he's gone because of abuse of steroids he did before I met him. Um, but he, his wisdom was of our creator. And I'm continuing it. So hallelujah. So that's where we're at. I wanted just to give everybody a, 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 a summary of it since we had to kind of wing it without Dr. True. Um, we are going to be going over more of this metal stuff because he has more details. <laughs> I'm very excited about it. Father has endorsed it. Hallelujah. I'm not going to be financially stressed when the market crashes. Whenever it's coming, we know it's coming. Um, but we don't know if it's next month or it's six months from now. We don't know. Only Father does. But anyway, I've got to go now, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being supporters. We love you. And yeah, bless you. You're listening to Vaccine Information Coalition. And our shows can be accessed either um, you can listen live or you can access it tomorrow um, on whatinthecell.podbean.com. Dot com or on the front page of our vacinfo.org website on the belly of a little boy flexing his muscles. You'll see the archive link. Just click on that. It'll take you right to the page, the pod being the Progressive Radio Network has created for us. We're on every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Our contact number is 954 we thank Progressive Radio Network, Gary Knoll, for allowing us to give you this uncompromised truth. And yeah, bless.